Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to JP Wrestling Review. And it is the 2nd of April 2021 episode of SmackDown. We are one week from WrestleMania. And this SmackDown, to be fair, was a really good show. I really enjoyed this episode. I've written down, we had 19 segments I've written down. I'm not sure if you would really count all of these as segments. And I didn't really write down any details about each segment. I've just tried to remember them. I just finished the show a minute ago. So, let's go right on to SmackDown. So, the show opened with a promo by Edge, the 2021 winner of the Men's Royal Rumble match. He was in the centre of the ring and he was talking about Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan shouldn't be in the main event of WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan shouldn't be in it. Daniel Bryan shouldn't get this opportunity again. He's had two title opportunities. He shouldn't not get a third. Just I thought we were done with Edge. For now, backstage, Ed, Edge had a backstage interview. They asked him about the main event tonight, which is Jey Uso versus Daniel Bryan in a street fight. They asked him how he feels about it and possibility of Edge being removed from the match because if Edge, if possibility of Bryan being removed from the match, if Bryan gets injured and Edge didn't exactly care if Daniel Bryan gets removed from the main event. And that was basically the entire interview was very short. Then just about to get into our next match, the Alpha Academy, Otis and Chad Gable, had a um, little promo in the center of the ring saying how they were going to come going to become SmackDown Tag Team Champions next week in the Fatal 4-Way match on WrestleMania SmackDown. And then the match came. Eight-man tag. It's the Mysterios and the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy and the Dirty Dogs. Or it's Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio and Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins versus Otis, Chad Gable and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. This match started off with the faces in most of the offense going into the first commercial break. I, I think it was the first commercial break of the show, but it's definitely the first of the match. Started off with them completely in control when it came back. Otis started to get some control over Angelo Dawkins, but overall it was quite a good match. I give it three and a half stars. I'd say it's a bit short in my opinion. It wasn't exactly a long match. And in the end, after Montez Ford missed his From the Heavens Frog Splash, um, Chad Gable hit him with the Chaos Theory, and Otis hit him with his big splash off top of the Bulldozer Splash, I believe it's called, for the 1-2-3, and Alpha Academy got the pinfall. Backstage, Paul Heyman came up to Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. He mentioned how this main event, no one should be required, no one should be held responsible for what happens to Daniel Bryan at the main event, but just before Adam Pearce can interrupt it Sonya Deville agrees and says that no one will be held responsible Jey Uso will not get in trouble if he injures Daniel Bryan then we have the Rollins and Cesaro face-to-face -face segment obviously at Wrestlemania they'll be facing off in Cesaro's first ever at Wrestlemania one-on-one -on -one match and they were just getting Seth Rollins was getting really annoyed during this segment Cesaro kept making references to him swinging him how many times? Like 30 times at this point? And it was a quite a fun segment. Cesaro annoying Rollins a lot. Into, after Corey um, 
Cameron, what's his name? I can't remember the commentator's name. The interviewer um, kept asking Seth and them questions and it always seemed to get Seth annoyed, but Cesaro stayed calm. And when Seth went to hit him, when Seth went to hit Cesaro, Seth said, no, um, Cesaro said, swing away. And Rollins left without even hitting a strike. Then we had what I will say was the worst segment of the night. Shayna Baszler versus Natalia. This made Baszler look absolutely terrible. I really did not like this. One star. So the match started off with a bit of bat a few brawls, and this could be a good, decent long match. Maybe if it goes 10 minutes, 15 seconds in, a roll up pin by Natalia gets the victory. They traded roll ups until Natalia got the three count. Then all of the tag teams were going to be fighting for the titles came out and they all got into a huge brawl. I don't know if I can name them all because I didn't write it down. But I know there's Natalia and Tamina, um, Lana, Mandy, Rose, the Riot Squad, um, Naomi and whoever Naomi's teaming up with. But it was not a fun segment. The brawl was quite fun with uh, my the Tamina and Tamina and Natalia. On top in the end, I believe it was, with Tamina taking out everyone else. Uh, but it wasn't a fun match. After that, we had the Logan Paul red carpet, which I really enjoyed. I wasn't expecting to enjoy this segment as much as I did. Um, backstage, we saw Logan Paul get out of his car and Sami Zayn, with, he had set up a red carpet for him, ready for the trailer of his conspiracy video. When they get to the ring after a commercial break, um, Sami Zayn, he's thanking Logan for being here, giving him a hug, and he said, are you ready to see this commercial? Or he also invites him to be his guest at WrestleMania when he faces Kevin Owens. It shows the, conspir it shows the conspiracy trailer, which is, I have to say, it's weird. The whole trailer is just weird. There's... He suddenly hates zebras. He he talks about the flat earth. Could this be could this be involved with the flat earth? Maybe, maybe not. He talks about how this conspiracy, but it just shows him taking a lot of losses. It just shows him losing. And then Logan Paul mentions something that makes Sami Zayn a bit annoyed. He mentions Sami. I've talked to Kevin Owens backstage, and he says he's known you for fifteen years, and there is no conspiracy. Sammy obviously gets annoyed at him talking to Kevin Owens. He's his friend. He's his chaperone. This should be all about Sammy, not about Kevin Owens. And then Sammy realizes he's lashed out a bit at Logan Paul and apologizes. Says, Logan, what do you what do you feel about the segment? Just for Logan answer, Kevin Owens appears and stunners Sammy Zane. So after that, Edge goes up to Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville backstage and says he's going to be commentating for that Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso main event and that this shouldn't be happening. Adam Pearce has made the worst decision in his life. Next, Kevin Owens has a, a mini interview backstage talking saying how he can stun at anyone anywhere, uh, how he is the best basically, but Sami Zayn rams him into a wall and starts beating down before leaving. Then we, we're we getting into the next match, which is going to be Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Before that, Bianca Belair has an interview backstage saying how she's not going to lash out at Sonya De at um, Sasha Banks. 
She's not going to lash out at her. She was the bigger person, so she's going to be the better person at WrestleMania. Then we have Belair vs. Carmella. I thought it was a decent match. It was a bit short. It was more of a brawl than a match, but it was an official match. So Bianca Belair got in some offense with Carmella. They had a nice brawl, some move, some nice reversals when Bianca Belair went for her springboard moonsault. Carmella moved almost instantly, and Bianca Belair didn't realize Ended after Carmella missed a kick to the face and the KOD, the kiss of death for the 1 2 3. Bianca Belair wins after the match. Sasha Banks comes out and she, I think she slapped. I think she slapped um, Sasha Bank, um, Bianca Belair. Um, but before they get into an all out brawl, Bianca Belair says, No, save it for Mania. And Sasha Banks respects that, I guess, and leaves the ring. Next week is WrestleMania SmackDown. We have two matches that most people expect to be at WrestleMania happening on SmackDown. We have the SmackDown Tag Titles match, which I've already announced, which I've already talked about earlier tonight, which was the Mysterios versus the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy versus the Dr. SmackDown Tag Team Titles. We also have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, which is confusing. It's Raw and SmackDown competitors. Fighting, yeah, I understand the SmackDown tag one a bit, but that one. Also, what about the women's battle royale? That happened in that happened at WrestleMania 34, WrestleMania 35. Obviously, WrestleMania 36, they didn't have the Andre or the women's. But it looks like it's not going to be happening on the WrestleMania SmackDown. Maybe it'll happen on Raw. I'm not sure. Then after that, on Raw, it'll be Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre after last week when Baron Corbin attacked. Drew McIntyre, and they go into a little brawl. Next week, they'll face. If Corbin can take out Drew McIntyre, it'll be him versus Bobby Lashley, mainly, even though Baron Corbin is a SmackDown star. Speaking of Baron Corbin, he has an interview backstage. Well, not an interview, a backstage promo. And he talks about how he's going to take out Drew McIntyre, which I, I doubt that. Drew is going to win that match. He has to. We also have Cruz giving a promo or a challenge backstage. He challenges... Um, Big E to when they're into an L Championship match happens at WrestleMania. He challenges Big E to a. I can't remember what the match is called, but it's basically a drum match, a Nigerian drum match, I believe it's called. Basically, no rules, and their bones will sound like drums hitting together. It should be fun if it's just a no rules match. I think that could be a fun match. These two have good chemistry, and I think their their final match will maybe, and I'm actually hoping this happens when. Cruz wins the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. When that happens, it should be a fun match. I'm excited for WrestleMania, definitely. Then we have backstage a Edge and Paul Heyman talk. These two talk about how if Edge takes out Daniel Bryan in the main event, then it'll be a one-on-one match in Mania like it should be. And this triple threat match makes the chance of Edge winning 33.3. It makes the chance of Roman Reigns winning 33.3. Edge says he doesn't know what he what Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman have planned for Mania. But he's just a commentator. And finally, in the main event of the evening, Jey Uso versus Daniel Bryan in a one-on-one street fight match. No, no, Jey Uso will not be held responsible for what he does to Daniel Bryan. This match is definitely the best match of the night. 
The tag title match may be a close second, but this one was quite fun. They used steel chairs, they used chains, um, a nice suplex off of the steel steps happened, and all the while, every time Daniel Bryan would look at Edge, Edge was screaming at him, saying, focus on your match, focus on your match. There was actually a really close call in this match, where I actually thought Jay also had it for a second, I was, I was quite surprised by that, but no, he kicked out too. What happened was he smashed Daniel Bryan in the head with a metal chain and a splash up top rope, his finishing move, but he kicks out a two still. In the end, Daniel Bryan locks in the yes lock, forcing Jay Uso to tap out Daniel Bryan. As soon as Daniel Bryan leaves the ring for the final part of the night, hits a running knee onto Edge immediately, throws him and smashes face into the LED post multiple times. And then Roman Reigns runs at Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan dodges, hits a running knee on Roman Reigns, locks in the yes lock on Roman Reigns. And I think this was perfect. Um, lock in the yes lock, but Reigns didn't tap out. Like you see in most segments, if someone locks in outside of a match, they usually tap. Obviously, Roman Reigns first time tapping out was that first time tapping out was that fast lane. But I think it was perfect that Roman Reigns didn't tap out. He kind of passed out until Daniel Bryan let go. Went into the ring, did the yes chant out of sync with the audience or the fake audience to end SmackDown. I will say, I'm going to give this whole show a B. It was fun. The I thought Carmella and Belly and Natalia and Shayna Baszler went a bit short. I really enjoyed the eight-man tag match. Opener, um, the red carpet with Logan Paul was amazing, I thought, and the main event was the best match of the night. I think my favorite segment probably was the red carpet with Logan Paul. I think that's the match I'm most excited for at Mania, to be fair. Or the um, Triple Threat main event. But thanks for listening to the first episode of JP Wrestling Review. This was SmackDown. I'll see you on Monday Night Raw. Obviously, on this podcast, I review Monday Night Raw. Um, eventually Tuesday night NXT, I will review NXT up until Tuesday, so it'll probably be a day late, or Dynamite will be a day late, and Tuesday night NXT, Wednesday night Dynamite, um, and Friday night SmackDown alongside the WWE pay-per-views, NXT pay-per-views, and AEW pay-per-views. Thank you for watching, I'll see you all again very soon in the next episode of the JP Podcast. Goodbye guys.